Today we've got a special guest on. We've got Tamby. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> um, so if you don't know already, Tamby's got a really big following on Instagram. Um, and if you've listened to our previous podcast, you know that we find it really difficult to find genuine people on social media these days. Um, and we really, we really found that Tamby is one of those genuine people. So we really wanted her to come on. Um, so we'll just go right into it. <laughs> so how did you like grow your following? Like, did you anticipate you to get to this stage or like, what was your like process to get here now? Well, to be honest, until 2020, I feel like I just use Instagram, just like my personal Instagram basically. So I would just take pictures of just anything, you know, like when you go out to eat or just like holidays, your outfits, it was never really like, oh, I have an Instagram account. Um, and then by the new year so when 2020 came around I had like a decent size following it was still less than 10k and then I guess when lockdown happened that was really just the kick I needed to be like you should really do something with this and I suppose I don't really have that much time normally to do like all this content creation but then because of lockdown I've not been in the office been working from home we can't really go anywhere on the weekend so I was like let me just channel my all this free time into Instagram and then I think I've just been really consistent with it since so that it's just basically grown so much this year um, and now I'm I'm definitely wanting to continue it going forward so yeah. Yeah so it wasn't exactly like an initial like oh I want to you weren't just like okay I want to start growing my page it was just like uploading like just like anyone you know uploading what you what you get up to kind of thing and it just it was very like natural organic growth where you know I didn't set up a page just to be like okay I want to be a content creator I want to be an influencer yeah. like it just happened and then when I started getting you know the responses and the following that I did I was like okay people actually want to hear what I have to say or you know they appreciate my advice on this or whatever so I was like I might as well keep giving it and then it's just sort of gone on from that would you say like consistency is like definitely key then like in, in growing a page? Yeah, I think I think with social media you do have to be consistent I don't think that means you have to post every single day but it's like making the commitment to be doing something a few times a week whether it's a story or a feed post you know it's just constantly putting something out there um but at the same time don't just do stuff for the sake of it like you're like oh I need to make content let me just put don't do that so obviously have a meaning behind it um but yeah consistency is really important did you find it like when you first started and when you started saying like in lockdown, okay, like people obviously are appreciating all this. Did you find it hard to think like, cause like I don't have many followers. I have like 500, right. And like pe random people, will, my page is public, but random people will respond to me on my story. And I'm just like, I kind of like ignore it. Cause I'm just like, I don't know you like, are you taking it on you? <laughs> you? Like, not like that, but like, are you winding me up? Like seriously, uh <laughs> like, you actually like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, is she being serious? Is she just trying to, you know, you get some people that just message everyone and it's hard. Well, I don't know. If, yeah. Like, do you find it hard to know, like, are these actual real people that actually really want my advice? Yeah, that's true. I feel like I generally try to like to reply to people that react to my stories or yeah. DM stuff. But most of the time it's specific questions or people that are like writing long you know, DMs. So you know that they genuinely care yeah. or they're genuinely interested. And 
I just try and reply to everyone and be polite and just, you know, give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Because I think once you have a following, if you don't, um, you know, it, you can look like you don't really care. But obviously I do. So I want to try yeah, and give. Course. No, that's definitely, yeah. I Maybe I should reply. <laughs> More people would follow me then. <laughs> no, that's like, good. Quite a lot of sort of like hate comments as well alongside of that. Or like, is it? I don't really get that much hate I think it's it's always when I say something really controversial or like you know I, I don't like have a page to call people out or expose any businesses but at the same time I feel like if we don't show examples of things happening then people are like oh that doesn't actually happen or you know yeah. that probably just happens once or twice but so so when I have done something like that and I have like exposed a business or whatever then you know you get that business or their friends and fake accounts and all of them coming into your dms but like usually I don't really get that much hate which is nice um, but you're always going to get trolls. I think the more your following grows, you're always going to get that. And I think most of the time I can laugh it off. Sometimes they get a bit personal, but then, you know, you just block. So it's fine. Yeah, no, that's good. I think definitely, like, <clears throat> thick skin is important in this industry. Yeah. Do you have to like that or? Um, I think I've actually learned that this year because... I've always been that person that wants to be friends with everyone and you know like if someone doesn't like me I'm like why like what have I done to you <laughs> um but th like you just you have to accept that not everyone's gonna like you and not everyone's gonna say nice things about you um and I've just learned to be like I just don't care what people think I know that I'm being myself and I'm saying things that I truly believe in so like what more can I do so yeah yeah I think you remember that these people as well that are like maybe being quite negative towards you they're not like in your life they're not the people that know you know you for who you are right they like you that's the most that's the most important thing like I feel like even when like like me and Priya we only have like 300 followers on our podcast but even then we're like oh what if we say if we say this someone might not like it they might like hate us but then like when you sit back and think about it like really like like they might be someone quite irrelevant so you have to kind of remember that not to let it kind of affect you I it agree. can be hard I mean we've not experienced that yet because I don't think we're quite there yet for people to start giving us like hey because we like I so said, as long as the people in your life know who you are and what you stand for that's the main thing um and I also think people have this like perception of influencers being like I don't know that they're bitchy or catty or whatever so they already have preconceptions of me before they've even spoken to me they don't know anything about me so that also just comes with it like you just have to acknowledge that people are probably going to have assumptions about me yeah. before they even know me so yeah it's weird you say that actually. We, like even me and Priya were talking about it and we were saying like with you we didn't feel like that like there's a lot of people who look on their pages and think you know what they're probably like that like, we <laughs> perceptions ourselves but with you we just thought you know what like she's like she would be like someone we would be friends with like go on and <laughs> No, honestly, I, I, that's really nice to hear because I've heard like when people have met me before, they're like, oh, like, you're actually really nice. Or like, you know, you're the same in real life as you are on social media. And I'm like, oh, obviously, like who's got time to be two personalities? Um, but yeah, that's really nice that you say that. Thanks, guys. <laughs> but going back to how you were saying, you know, how you're not really here to like out businesses or whatever. But I feel like, you know obviously there was that hyperpigmentation that big thing but I feel like you know a lot of people sit on information that can really help other people like if someone's had a negative experience and I feel like not a lot of people would have done that right that's a pretty yeah, it, 
it was pretty terrifying to do that yeah but I think it's like amazing that you did that because you you know like you've probably helped so many other people Uh, I'm shocked at how many probably thousands of people yeah either have done it experienced it or were about to so yeah it's mad I would have probably like done something like that in my lifetime at some point and like, the thing is, like even I looked into it for like my like pigmentation like years ago when I was younger and so that's what scares me is that it's the younger girls that yeah. just don't know any better and are being made to feel like you know their insecurities are something they need to fix um and that yeah I mean when I first got approached by it it was one person and I thought okay maybe it's just one incident but then, you know, when you do raise awareness of something and then you find out that it's happening to hundreds and thousands, then, yeah, like, I'm really glad that that's what I'm using my platform for. Yeah, no, 100%. And I don't think there's a, there's not a lot of people out there that would do that, like, influencers. I think most of them are more concerned about, like, brand deals or, like, making their page look nice. But you've got to use yeah. I learned that I think it's it's quite frustrating to know that people that can make a change or make a difference or a lot of the time don't care to or they just it's not that they don't care sometimes they they, they don't want to be like a troublemaker or be yeah. like looking at they're problematic so that in future brands won't want to work with them um but like I said like that's just not the purpose of my page if brands want to work with me because I stand up for the right thing then that's great <laughs> that's yeah I think that's definitely important that's that's one of the reasons I like we like you as like we wanted you to come on because a lot of people aren't like that but in terms of like obviously like a lot of influencers they do like how 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 easy is it to get sucked into like all of that like for example people you say that you only really like will promote products that you would genuinely use right which is great because I've I've always said like me personally I've never been like oh I want to get that because so and so has it do you know what I mean I will if I like the product yeah but I won't get sucked in whereas like young kids obviously they'll be like oh well I want to look like that so I'm going to go buy buy that waist trainer not knowing the damages that it does to you because they obviously just want the money right so how have you ever come across or have you ever been like at a point in your life where you nearly got sucked into it like oh that money might sound really good to me like might help me out I think because obviously I've only really started doing these sort of deals and collabs this year. Yeah. Before that, I was just like a normal consumer. Yeah. And I and I kind of think I saw it with real open eyes to be like, this is what goes on on social media. So I've always yeah. been, as a consumer, really conscious of it. So that now that I'm on the other side, I'm like, I'm so conscious of not becoming that, that I don't think I've become close. Um, I always do so much research information. I ask them like 50 questions before I even say maybe. Um, and I just think not a lot of people do that, but it's for the benefit of my followers at the end of the day. So yeah, I agree. It's, it's hard because you do see some people just taking on everything. I'm, I mean, each to their own at the end of the day, like if that's how someone wants to use their platform, then that's fine. But um, yeah, I'm just really conscious of not becoming like that. I think if you go into it with that mindset, you'll be fine. I think a lot of people probably just think, I, I guess you could be quite naive, like going into this industry, like maybe not knowing better or maybe just thinking it will be, it will be fine. 
yeah I think also you might get like carried away and that you're like oh wow like this brand wants to work with me this brand wants to send me this like it's nice it's flattering that they want to give you stuff um and I think obviously there's the monetary reward that comes with it and you know it's quite hard to constantly be saying no knowing how much money you could have made if you'd said yes to everything but I mean also I think that comes with the fact that this isn't my full-time job so I'm not on Instagram to monetize you know it's great that I think my time and effort should be rewarded for things I want to work and do but that's not my sole income so I'm not as inclined to say yes to everything no that is true actually would you um consider <clears throat> doing it full-time oh I, me and my dad asked me this question every day <laughs> I don't know I think if I could ever bridge the gap between the corporate world and social media that would be like my dream role and and I don't think I could ever really live without one um, because I feel like they just challenge me in different ways. I use my mind in different ways. Like social media, I'm so creative. It's really fun. I can really showcase my personality. But then in the corporate side, it's like it's very technical and it's very challenging and complex, like banking world. And I love that too. So at the moment, no. Um, but if there's any way I could, you know, start a business or start a product or anything that bridges the gap, I would love to do that. And how do like like just generally like how do your family like feel about you doing it like are they quite supportive or at first it's, they've never not been supportive I think it's more that at first they just didn't understand it so they they probably like what what why are you taking pictures of yourself so much or like why <laughs> are you asking me to take so many photos of you like you're not that important um, but I think well my mum now follows me on Instagram and she sees it all and yeah. so she really understands it now and it's like they're fully supportive um, like my dad sets up my backdrops my mum you know in lockdown like my mum was taking all my photos so they're really Really, really great um my brother's a bit protective more of like the trolls and the hate because there are people that there was one time someone commented like basically calling me fat which which my brother was like are you okay like and I'm like no it's fine like we can laugh these things off but I think he just gets a bit protective but generally everyone's really supportive oh that's good I think like as well like coming from like like Asian families it's quite hard for them to understand like not just doing like a normal nine-to-five I mean you do it as well but anything from the side like I think they they struggle sometimes to understand it like with our podcast like our parents didn't really understand it at first so we had to like really sit down and explain it to them yeah I think my parents have always been but they're always liberal and my dad came here when he was really young so he's grown up in the UK um and I think they've always encouraged me to do stuff outside of academics at school so even with my job now that they're, they're, they're happy that I'm doing things outside of my job and that's not the only thing I want to do um so yeah they really understand that which is nice and like how do you find like balancing it all like how, how do you make it work because you've literally got a lot of time <laughs> it's really tough I'm not gonna lie today I actually sat down and wrote sort of my professional side on my LinkedIn I was like this is all the stuff that I'm doing at work and then I was like how do I do that and basically all the things I'm doing on social media and I sometimes I don't even know myself but I think I'm really organized and I have very good time management skills so <laughs> you have to be very efficient what was that sorry teach me because I'm really bad at it <laughs> yeah, we were See, saying like how like working and doing a podcast and all that we were like how are we gonna do this and then we actually used you as an example we were like 
do you see how much Shambi does? Like, like you almost motivate us. We're like, how can we complain? Because she has like always so much on. And obviously you share that with everyone. And we're like, we've got one thing to do after work. And we're like, how are we going to fit that in? <laughs> it, I get that a lot. Actually, it's so nice to know that I do like motivate people to just like make the most of their time and be efficient. And I don't ever want someone to be like, oh, I should be doing something and feel bad that you're not being productive. But at the same time, yeah. like there's, there's so much you can do with your time. And I think it's nice not to waste it. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know how I do it, to be honest. It's just, the other thing is, is that the social media doesn't feel like work. So yeah, it's, although it does take it's up cool. a lot of hours, yeah. I enjoy it so much that it's like, I never have to be like, oh, I have to film this. Like, I'm like, no, I'm excited to do it or I'm excited to take pictures or whatever it is. So yeah. What about like, in terms of like your actual social life? Like, do you feel like you have one? <laughs> or? I used to. So like, last obviously coronavirus has just like changed everything um and normally I would be out like at Friday Saturday Sunday like I would be with 10 different people and I would have a really if I don't say so myself like I had a good social life um but this year I think just having the excuse of being like we're in lockdown like sorry mate (laughs) I can't see you has actually helped me because I've got my whole weekend free now to do stuff um and I think now that it's opened up a bit I'm still like going to dedicate one day of the weekend to content and then one day of like either myself or to see people so I think it's just finding a balance with it all but um I still do try and maintain my social life as much as I can (laughs) (laughs) that's important I think yeah and like you were saying Sundays are like your day off now like that's really good I think you have to like it's silly that you have to like schedule in time for yourself it you have to like it's if I don't do it it just won't happen like I think I've constantly got brands and deals going on I've constantly got people being like hey like, let's do something do you want to go out for dinner and then you know I, it's so easy to forget myself and to look after myself and I, I used to just get so run down and burnt out by taking on everything because I never wanted to say no that now I'm just like no I need a day to myself and I have to be really disciplined with it but it makes such a difference even having that one day it means the rest of the month I'm relaxed and I can focus on the work so yeah yeah that's definitely good um I was gonna ask as well um now I've forgotten the question (laughs) um oh yeah obviously being like South Asian do you think ever like it's affected potential potential opportunities for you or have you not come across that probably it probably has and on times that I just don't know about yeah um but I think what something that I spoke about last week was that actually within the South Asian community, I think I've lost out on opportunities either just for like not being fair or not being tall or whatever it is. Um, so I think there's actually that issue occurs within the community as well as outside. Um, but I do try and like, you know, reach out to brands that I know work with people of different colour um, and who are really inclusive. There are loads of brands that don't still. So yeah, I probably yeah, I think that's crazy because, you know, like back in the day, this whole being fair, being tall, being whatever, a certain type of way was a thing. But like, I was actually shocked. Like when I saw your video, I was shocked that that's still a thing now, especially like, I mean, people of our generation, are they, are they the, these people as well? Like that? No, so that's actually the contrast, which I found so interesting is that all the young, our generation people that own brands are great. And they're so like, let's involve and be inclusive. But it's, the generation above which probably have grown up at a time where fair is lovely or whatever and those are the people that are then implementing that in their 
businesses. And it's a shame because they're the big brands. They're the people that are established. They're the big names that have been in the industry for a long time. So they just continue to do it because no one questions it. That's so that's sad. Because it's like, we, we just automatically assume that it would come from people that are just not from like any Asian community at all. But it's it's like mad that it happens within our own. Our I know, own like we should be sticking together kind of thing. It shouldn't be, uh, that's so bizarre. Like I'm actually baffled by that. Yeah, it's, it was a shame. And I think that's just something that we need to, I guess, challenge. And, you know, after I made that video, that brand, that said brand obviously saw it and didn't quite acknowledge it, but at least they knew that it's a problem. So hopefully going forward, they improve. Yeah. And I think going <laughs> Like when you do your like IGTV videos, I feel like it, it reaches so many people because like obviously people share and send to like their friends and their family. So like that's just such a good way of making an impact on those brands that probably wouldn't be called out on it ever if it was yeah I feel like my IGTVs have really gained a lot of momentum um and I think for me it's just what works because I feel like I can deliver messages and just say like really factual points and you know I provide the evidence you know I don't just waffle and come with claims like I always make sure I have the receipts um and they've definitely been so effective with sharing a lot of information this year so I think that's what hopefully next year is going to move on to YouTube um, because I feel like this, I, I have to cut my IGTV so short because people will zone out. But at least on YouTube, I can get a bit more freedom in terms of the time. So, yeah. yeah. That's just... what we found with our podcast. Huh? What did you say? It didn't, I, didn't oh, I was just going to ask Tammy, I was going to say, are you going to move on to different platforms? But like YouTube would be a really good shout. I think for me, videos are kind of where my strengths lie. Um, and so I think I should definitely move to YouTube and probably spend a bit less time on TikTok. <laughs> but but for now, <laughs> yeah, for now, it's fun. Um, but I think that is what I want to do going forward. It's just the time commitment with work that I need to really think about before I start. Yeah, so would you just move to YouTube completely and like not do, do like IGTV and stuff? I'm not sure to be honest I feel like it's something that I need to ask like you guys my followers like the people that care like the people that matter um probably be a bit of both I think you could do like a little trailer like yeah like so then if they want to watch more they can just go on YouTube and watch the rest I think that's best yeah yeah and I think like having already already like a big following on Instagram like it's so much easier to go onto YouTube after like it's hard to grow a YouTube following I think from like nothing so that'll be that'll be good. I hope so. I hope it will be like people care enough to watch my videos on Instagram that they care enough to watch them on YouTube. So hopefully, fingers yeah. crossed. <laughs> Definitely. Um, we also wanted to just mention we saw that you watched like Social Dilemma like not that long ago, and then we watched it as well. And like, what were your like your thoughts on that whole that whole thing? Basically, <laughs> I feel like I wasn't shocked. Like I know this stuff yeah. happens I just didn't realize the extent to which apps have the power to make you so addicted to them um and like again I'm not shocked but it was eye-opening and I think that made me just think okay I really need to take control of the situation because the way that that program made out it was like they own you like they control yeah. you're, mind, the, you're, the, you're product. the product exactly that, yeah, that got me when they said that I was like really deep in my life and I'm thinking wow like how have, I been, how have we all been sucked into this? Like, how? But at the end of the day, that is the way that the world is. And there's nothing yeah. we can do about it other than, like I said, just try and take 
a bit more control of the situation so I'm definitely more mindful of like how long I'm spending on social media you know I'm not just scrolling aimlessly like I want to, if I have something to look for I'll go with a purpose um but again it's difficult for me because a lot of what I do is on social media so yeah. it's like my time on it is obviously going to be a lot more than others um but it's like the time I do spend on it I just want it to have a purpose so yeah yeah I think definitely everyone should try and consider that like I find I always say to myself the first thing I do when I wake up should not be going on my phone and even like going to bed but like it shouldn't be Instagram that I'm scrolling I'm, through. yeah I'm the worst culprit yeah. of that I do it every day yeah me too but then for a while I did start saying okay no instead of my phone I'm gonna turn my I'll, I'll scroll 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 I can't even speak <laughs> roll through my phone maybe for a little bit and then I'm like but before I go to bed like maybe I should read a book instead of like yeah. straight to bed and I did it for a while but then like you kind of like end up back on your phone go back to habits yeah, yeah. I do think reading a book or like listening to a podcast or something like that is a nice thing to do before bed because your eyes are just resting, especially if you work like on screens as your full time job, like your eyes never get a break. Um, So yeah, definitely like reading a book is a good idea. Do you feel like you sometimes feel pressured to to upload certain things or do do you feel like you used to um, like just to like conform to like how everybody else's Instagram pages are or? To be honest. No, I think, I don't know why, but I just feel like I'm so against just conforming to what everyone does. And that's just what my whole Instagram is, isn't it? Like, I always want to try and be unique and different and doing not what everyone else is doing. Um, I think at the same time, I never feel that pressure because I've always got an influx of content to upload anyway. So, you know, I've always got like shoots or IGTVs or TikToks or reels. Like, I've always, There's always something there that I can upload. So I've never been at a point where I'm like, I have nothing and I'm stuck and I feel the pressure but at the same time if I did I wouldn't force myself to make content just to upload yeah no, that's really good and like we saw your um Sashi London ad like that was so good oh uh, yeah that was really nice yeah I like that do you feel like you like you really enjoy that side of it more or like what what aspect of it do you enjoy like the shoots or I like that side because obviously it's really fun and it's like nice to get your makeup done and well these outfits and like model and you feel like special but I think the more important side of my Instagram is that like raising awareness side and providing advice but I think one they come hand in hand because at the end of the day I'll gain followers from things that are like aesthetically pleasing engaging like those sorts of content but then people are there to stay because of the actual quality of my advice and my videos so I think they go hand in hand and something that I like to do is that if I do have a picture yeah it's really pretty to look at whatever I'll make sure that picture has a message so I'm kind of providing both in one no that's a really good way to do it to be fair because a lot of people would just just upload right just upload a picture put up a story nothing like it doesn't add any value to anyone um, and that's something that I really aim to do is just with everything I'm uploading to actually have a purpose and add value or help someone in some way. Yeah, no, that's definitely good. And I feel like also you're not like, you know, you you will like make a video without makeup or, you know, your room might be a mess or whatever. Like, I feel like the younger <laughs> need to see this, like, because I don't know, some people just really show the whole glam life and I'm guilty of it. I'm like, wow, like they're so perfect. I want that life. But really, but I, I, I think I can like get myself out of it. Whereas someone that's 16, 18, like they're not going to. And maybe when they see your page and they think, okay, she's being very real, like 
you know she's opening up about you know her acne scars she's we will have them we will have them. no one looks no one looks like a filter do you know what I mean and it's so important like I feel bad for girls like young girls now because they just do really get sucked into it all and obviously that's just the way things are like you said but it's good that people like you can share like real problems yeah I do try and be like as real as I can be like yeah. obviously I love to play around with like Instagram filters and stuff like that when I'm like talking on stories yeah. but if I'm actually doing something like talking about my skin or showing a skincare product or doing a makeup tutorial like it's so important to not use filters and be 100% accurate because then people like you said they can see the reality like even when I do makeup or my tutorials like I'm still gonna have some texture or you know you might still see some darkness under my eyes but like it's normal like if you saw me in person that's what I'd look like so I always want to keep it real as possible and not set like these very unrealistic beauty standards you know and like I'm trying to undo what years of like these beauty standards have done so yeah it is hard not to like even when I take a picture I'm like analyzing it and like I would send it to my friends but I wouldn't upload it on Instagram and I'm just like why 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 my friends are like that with me they're like how do you just not care and just upload everything um obviously I think it just comes with once you start you just it's fine but uh, yeah my friends are very analytical and have to like think so much before they put anything up because they're like what will people think you know do I look like this and it's sad it's really sad that that's what social media has done to people um but I'm trying to undo that or help to undo it so yeah and this whole concept of like you know people have their fin stuff I was saying this to Priya, have you heard Finsta? <laughs> I think I'm too old. <laughs> what is it? Finsta's like, they have like another account. Like their fake Instagram. Instagram. No, 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 it's not. It's, oh. I think it stands for fun. I don't uh. know. I'm not entirely sure what it stands for, but I know people <laughs> that have a Finsta. So like their main content, you know, they're like bougie pictures and all that will go on that. But then they'll have a Finsta where they like, you know, they're just having fancy. <laughs> and I was saying to Priya, like our main account should be the Finsta, like, why why is it like this like why do you know what I mean I was saying that I have I I completely get that so I try and you know like try and be like my natural self even if I have to be stupid and say things that are a bit ridiculous on my normal page I will um but I do have a private account which is not Insta but that's more just for like people that actually my friends and family that know yeah more like security and privacy reasons um you do it because obviously that you that's also your work like I know people use that platform for like work as well so maybe you don't want to mix the two that's fine but for example someone like me I don't really use my Instagram for work so really it's just people that just know what I get up to so I should really be just uploading like everything like if my room's in a mess and I'm tidying up take a picture let people know but like I wouldn't I wouldn't do that and I know a lot of people wouldn't and that's where their finster would come in so it's just a bit yeah, I think they should be the same. Like, yes, I know, I agree. Yeah, I'm guilty of that as well. Like, I haven't literally uploaded a picture in, like, a year because every time I take one, I'm literally like, do I like it? No, and I just don't upload. It's so weird. I don't that's, know why. I that's really sad. Like, that makes yeah. me sad. And I'm sure, like, so many other girls feel like that um, because of, I guess, all these other, like, influences that, you know, you scroll and you're like, I just don't look like that. And the thing is, like, you know, like the way like the explore page works, like you'll like a couple of Instagram um, influencer pictures and all your explore pages influences and all you can see are these girls that all look the same and like they've all got the same clothes and the same hair and whatever it is. And it, it just gets you like I think you do genuinely have to like build up that like tolerance to just not let it affect you because it's just too much sometimes. 
yeah and if it gets to that point then just like delete your app for a bit don't go on instagram for a few days like i do that all the time i don't have my notifications on on instagram i don't even have i like you know on an iphone you can like scroll right to go to more apps i have my instagram on like the furthest to the right so even when i'm just like unlocked my phone i don't see it so then yeah. i'm just like not inclined to click on it so i do stuff like that that's just like you know avoids going on it as much as possible um but yeah you just need to be in control and just know that half of these people's lives are not real <laughs> and what they show isn't real you and you actually literally only see like such a small percentage of their lives anyway like you're just literally seeing them dressed up in a picture like that doesn't yeah. look like they're not really going to share like the bad side. they're not like some of them do yeah but like some of them will not and it's like as much as I'm like, oh, like, we'll analyse my my pictures or whatever and maybe not upload them, I've definitely learnt that, like, maybe a couple of years ago, I'd see all these girls with, like, fillers and stuff and I'd be like, oh, my God, like, because they've got it and it looks so good, then I'd want it. I want it, yeah. And then, like, but I've learnt to realise that now, like, now because everyone looks the same, it really does frustrate me and I don't want that. Like, we all look different for a reason. Like, we should... We sh- we should embrace it. And I've learned to be like, you know what, like, I'll say like, oh, it'd be good to, you know, get a chin filler, you know, just remove the job, double chin, but I probably wouldn't go and get it. I probably wouldn't because yeah. I just think it's important that we just all embrace it. Like if you want a bit of work done, fine, but not like change your whole image. Like then I think it's a bit extreme. Like pers- that's personally, like if someone's happy to do that and that's what makes them, ha- that's what, makes them happy that's fine but do it because you want to not because everyone else is doing it yeah I think that's the important thing is that if you remove yourself from social media and you look at yourself you know I'm just genuinely unhappy with this feature or this do it to obviously make yourself happy but if it's the fact that you're seeing all these people look a certain way and then you're feeling like oh I need to look like that too then that is not a reason to go and get anything done because that's not fair on you like you're doing it for the wrong reason so yeah you're right I think do it for yourself but like not because of anyone else I agree guys <laughs> we agree, <Andrea. laughs> that's good and also so I saw recently that you're writing a book or trying yeah. to write a book. that's so yeah. great I am so I mean at first I think I started this a few months ago and I put it on my Instagram just to be like guys lol how funny like I've started writing a book like it was literally just for myself as like a journal and then so many people were like oh my god what is it about when is it going to be released can I read it can I buy it and I was like wait people actually want to read what I have to say so then I was like okay so I've started putting it together and it's basically just I suppose I've broken my life up into different segments whether it be social media my work like relationships, um, stuff like that, and just what I've learned from them um, and kind of like all the steps I've taken to get to where I am today um, based on all these different parts of my life. So, yeah, I'm just going to put it in a book, and if anyone wants to read it, then... (laughs) Writing down what you've learned, I think that's really important to reflect on, like, your journey. Well, I never do that, and then I started doing it, and I was like, this is so, like, beneficial mentally for me, just to, like, process what's gone on, what I've learned, because I think even the bad experiences that I've had have all taught me something, and they've made me the person I am today, so it's nice to have that all in one place. Yeah, and I suppose, like, because you're so busy, like, you probably don't have that much time to just sit down and think, like, oh my god, like, this is what's happened, like, and process everything. Yeah. oh my god she's writing a book now as well like is there anything she can't do (laughs) 
it might not be very good but um it's really helping me because like if something goes wrong or like I have a bad experience like for example when that brand you know discriminated I just put it down because I was like this is important and it's my way of kind of dealing with it as well so yeah Yeah. writing things down helps a lot yeah I never thought when people say people used to say this a lot like write down your thoughts and I used to be like well how how will that work and I think one day I was so frustrated and like I no one was really getting what I was saying and I was like you know I just need to like vent to someone that actually will understand and no one is so I just started like writing stuff down and like I was actually shocked at how much it actually made me feel better like even though I didn't get a response like if someone pisses you off just write it in your notes and you've got it out your system you you don't actually need to then go and send it to that person like I do that all the time I think yeah just writing it down putting it on paper helps so much yeah that's definitely um it definitely does help um but I was gonna say no I think definitely people would read your book because I feel like it's gonna be like quite relatable the issues that you've gone through I mean a lot of people might think oh like she probably doesn't go through that but you do and it's like now people can relate and be like oh like I'm not the only one and that's like comforting knowing like I know that I've been through things and I'm like oh am I like a bit strange like why am I going through that or like and when I hear that other people have gone through it like such a relief like I'm so happy it's normal normal. yeah I think that's the aim of it is just to know to be honest it's to one normalize all of the things I've been through um but two I think to see it from the other end is that it will get better or you'll learn this from it or this will make you stronger and it's like knowing that that's coming will always help someone get through whatever it is they're going through so yeah I feel like I've just got I've just I don't think I've been through like you know absolute roller coasters of through of life but I do feel like what I have gone through and the experiences I have had can definitely help people especially young brown girls which is the main aim yeah I don't think it needs to be like I think a lot of books out there, a lot of content out there, there's like, it's always about big issues, big things they've gone through. But like, people have problems day to day. And that's important that we talk about them as well. So, you know, you might not have been been through the most tragic thing ever. But I mean, you've gone through probably things that everyone's gone through. So I think that's definitely important as well to like, write to you. I agree. (laughs) I'll test it on my sister. She's young. She needs some advice and guidance. Having said that, that, most actually fit more than 50% of my followers, I think, are older than me, which I think is quite interesting. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so it's 50% are like 25 to 34. um, So that's older than me. So that's nice to know that people who are much wiser and probably have more experiences still like respect what I have to say. So hopefully it will reach audiences that are like younger and also older. Yeah. That's good. I think like our last podcast as well, we were basically talking about how like, everyone just needs to be more open-minded. And I think you reaching an audience that is so much older, like they'll pass that information hopefully onto like kids that they know that are younger and that's how things change. So it is so important that you reach like all different age groups. Their own kids, in fact, you know, when they get to that time when they have kids, it's so true. And I think a lot of what I say is like challenging the status quo and just like not letting things be the way that everyone just has let them be for so long. Um, so yeah, that it's the older generation that need to understand that and be open minded, like you said. So yeah, I know that it's really helpful that they watch and listen. Pre, you know, you were saying 
obviously I I don't really know any do I know any 16 year olds like young kids like no I think I just see on Instagram like say I'm scrolling on a explore page and I'll click on someone and I'm thinking they're like 20 years old and in their bio it's like they're 16 and then I see like what they're into you just like kind of scroll and you kind of like get a gauge of like what kind of who they who they follow who they look up to but like obviously your sister's 15 what about her and her friends like are they I've never even asked you this but are they, are they like what are they like do they get sucked in they're all on social media and like my mum's always telling us to get off her phone and like, I just laugh at that because I was like I was never like this when I was your age we like we would actually go out and like yeah like, I, I feel like she struggles to like know how to communicate with people in person sometimes because she's just always like on social media um but I think I don't know, you know it's hard to tell with this generation I feel like either they're really good at not letting letting things bother them like they'll just brush it off or they do and they just don't talk about it enough um so it's one or the other but they they all use like all these apps so it is a bit worrying sometimes like I do try and keep an eye on her just to see like okay like who do you talk to like are you sure you're like doing the right thing but but it is hard because I feel like their generation has just moved so so quickly they've grown up around social media like it's normal for them um they've grown up around makeup and you know all these things that we never did as kids so it is different but I think yeah all you can do is just check up on her and make sure that mentally she's okay because social media can be so mentally damaging yeah and I think as well it's like she she's still like in this weird stage where she likes Justin Bieber and like I still like Justin Bieber (laughs) I was literally just listening to him no but her her sister's in like abnormal amount uh another level like weird (laughs) but um, and I kind of like that she's like doing that still though because I'd rather her do that than just be all caught up in like wanting to like wear loads of makeup or like be into boys or do that and she'll have her time to do that so I think it's important that they just they be kids when they can be kids because it's so easy to just want to grow up so fast because you see all these girls on Instagram looking like this and doing this but yeah and then obviously like TikTok as well they're like obsessed with TikTok now I'm obsessed with TikTok. I am too yeah. I just can't stop like my sister doesn't really like like it but I'm like constantly sending her videos and she's just like not impressed like she's a lot older so she's just like doesn't really TikTok is for kids yeah and she just like doesn't really care for well, she does use social media and stuff, but maybe not to the extent like we we are watching these videos all the time, and she's just not like that. And she's just like, she just hates it that I watch it all the time. But you know what? My my mum funny enough watches them too. Like, TikTok is hilarious. Like yeah. it is so fun, and it that is such a great way of reaching people because yeah. you thousands of people see tiktoks and on instagram only maybe hundreds or a few thousand but you can reach like a million people on tiktok in a day if you wanted so people really underestimate the power of tiktok i know businesses that have pretty much started on tiktok businesses that have blown up on tiktok people that have made so much money off tiktok and then directed all of those audiences to their other forms of social media so yeah as though even though people might laugh and say it's for kids it's actually so powerful to, to spread messages and use it as a marketing tool I've definitely taken so many businesses from that like yeah like, you too or like their, like you said their Instagram accounts it's actually do you know what, it's actually crazy how successful you can be from on social media but TikTok especially yeah people underestimate it when lockdown happened I told all my friends who had small businesses like get yourself on TikTok like 
it's going to help make you grow and what's the worst that can happen like you spend 10 minutes making a tiktok that doesn't work like it's not that bad but yeah i think from a business perspective social media is so powerful it's like such a good marketing tool um people don't use like magazines and like adverts now like on tv like people use social media instagram is where you would go to find stuff if you wanted to buy it so yeah i think brands really underestimate that which is why i'm like i say so often if people are making content for you or you know you're you're creating content for a brand or a business they should pay you because it's marketing and as a business if you don't invest in marketing you're not going to grow so I think they just think oh but it's just social media it's not real marketing but no it's it's the most powerful form of marketing there is in this day and age so that's the other thing that I like try and raise awareness for no that's important you're investing your time your energy like it, it might just look like you're taking a picture but there's so much that goes on behind the scenes so much yeah um I was I was actually going to say something but I forgot okay Amelia I was going to say one thing what was I going to say oh my god it was a really good point I thought okay I don't I don't remember that. about like marketing and and small businesses oh okay yeah Oh, no, it wasn't even a point, but I was just going to say, um, obviously, we've spoken about a lot of the negatives for social media. But yeah, like like you say, it is actually a great tool. Like, like for us, even our podcast, like, we're not a business, but like, we, we were thinking, like, if we didn't have Instagram, like, who would know about our podcast? Where would we post it? Like, no one would really know about it, would they? Unless they search for Instagram. Yeah, so it definitely yeah. is a helpful tool what to even search on spotify or something like it's not that's not how it works is it really yeah like you can use it for so many great reasons and i think that's what we should be using it for like like you say we've got to control what we what we're seeing and in our in our um was it our first or second podcast we did a social media one and i was saying how like i had to like unfollow like so many like celebrities and influencers and stuff because i thought that's all i was seeing so i started like kind of following more like business pages and like things that will actually bring positivity to my day or make me learn something do you know what I mean so I was like I'm gonna like I'll keep Instagram I'm not gonna get rid of it let's just like be real it's gonna be hard for me to delete it and I like to scroll but if you just like follow the right people and like so your your page is like actually beneficial to you and can help you actually learn something then I think it's better to use it in that way and it doesn't have to be such a negative experience I agree I think you're totally in control of who you follow and what comes up in your feed and what you see um even I unfollowed so many people this year because I was like you're literally just encouraging me to spend money or you're promoting something I don't agree with like fast fashion or whatever so um yeah you're you're right if you follow the right pages you could be learning things every day you could be motivating yourself every day surrounding yourself with positivity like there is a really really valuable lesson with social media as well good ending note I think that one is <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe, yeah so we'll wrap this up but thank you so much for coming on thanks for having me I loved every minute of it oh <laughs> everyone that's listening if you don't follow Tambi already go follow her on Instagram and TikTok <laughs> Maybe YouTube too. <laughs> <laughs>